picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers of yellow and green towering over your head. Look for the girl with a sun in her eyes. And she's gone! Hello again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris. And this is going to be a fun episode. We want to uh, uh, wish you Happy New Year, first of all, as we yeah. ring in our uh, first episode of 2017. And what better way to do it than hearing the, the dulcet tones of so many wonderful singers, including Captain Kirk there with uh, <laughs> William Shatner's famous version or infamous version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Uh, Dave, uh, I, I might have told this story before, but uh, when I was younger, I came across a, a collection uh, called Golden Throats. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, and Golden Throats uh, was like a, uh, a a collection of terrible songs uh, done by mostly celebrities. And uh, on that selection was Lucy and the Scout Diamonds, William Shatner. And I was driving when I put the CD in and was listening to it. And that came on, and it made me laugh so hard <laughs> that I almost wrecked my car. I had to pull over <laughs> and just uh, keep laughing. Well, the uh, fourth collection of Golden Throats, as it, it was fun and popular, is Golden Throat Celebrities uh, Butcher the Beatles. Yes, yes. Uh, we might have a selection or two uh, that we're going to talk about that uh, is on that collection. If you've been a longtime listener to the podcast, you know we've done episodes of best covers we've done reverse covers uh different kinds of covers of solo beatles songs uh but we haven't really done a complete episode of what we're going to call bad covers and yeah. bad could refer to it could could be defined several ways so uh, i'll start i'm mean, i'll say a bad cover would be uh, a, a place where, or a type of song where the, the it's a complete mismatch. So the singer <laughs> has no yeah. business singing a particular song. So it comes off really bad. So uh, what else? What else does bad mean to you? Uh, it could be somebody who shouldn't be singing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like say your Leonard Nimoy kept kept trying to have a career of, yes. of singing. He's not exactly a good match there. Mm-hmm. Or it could be just. So terribly executed, yes, uh, that it it needs you know needs to be <laughs> examined. Like this we is should... a fun. This is sort of our nominees for the worst of all time kind of yes. episode. You know, it's like the the our favorite ones to listen to. I'm I'm sure we could do about ten of these episodes if we dug deep. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, and, and sometimes it's. Uh, some really good people are involved too, which is also you kind of wonder the the questionable choices that some uh, you know we're going to talk about a few people who are actually good who are either involved in the production or uh, involved in singing and just th- you sort of shake your head and say what happened here uh, it's just just what did not work out so lots of badness to go around. Well, you know, we've mentioned a couple things before that I wanted to bring up uh, before we started, and particularly we keep mentioning all that at World War II, yeah. which in some places has been retitled The Beatles in World War II, uh, which was this, this terrible uh, idea of a movie to put World War II footage along with covers of The Beatles <laughs> songs together and release it as a film. And we played that Keith Moon thing uh, when I'm 64. <laughs> that's probably, that's got to be up there with the Shatner. It's yeah, like it is. All time <laughs> champion. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to play any other selections from that uh, this episode. No, but we will get to bring up a couple other movies today that have some questionable choices in them. <laughs> yeah. uh, and just, again, you just wonder uh, who, who thought these, who thought this would be a good idea. 
and it, like <laughs> like to put Keith Moon in front of a microphone to sing when I'm 64 who thought that was a good idea well someone did and I think we're going to say that about a bunch of the ones on today's episode and as usual Chris is, is you know, <laughs> keeping things hidden uh, in our, our traditional I've got a Beatles podcast fashion here. I've divulged all of my choices to him, and I have no idea what his are. So it'll be However, uh, several of yours I've not heard. Oh, good. So I, I, even though I wrote them down and I pulled up the thing, I, I intentionally went so I wouldn't hear it. So okay, I wouldn't be surprised. So at least I'll be somewhat surprised good, about good. some of these things. What do you what do you say you uh, start us off? All right. Well, uh, this first one uh, is by a person named Mrs. Miller, and I hadn't heard of her until one of my colleagues at the university where I teach uh, brought in her music and said, "Oh, you're a you know you being a Beatles fan, you you must know her cover of A Hard Day's Night," and I said, "No, actually, I don't know it, and I don't know who Mrs. Miller is. So why don't we?" Take a listen and get a good good dose of Mrs. Miller on her version of A Hard Day's Night. It's been a hard day's night And I'm like a dog It's been a hard day's night I should be sleeping like a log But when I get home to you I find the thing that you do Don't make me feel all right no, I work all day to get your money to buy you things, and it's worth it just to hear you say you're gonna give me everything. So why you have to come home? Cause when I get you alone, no, I'll be okay. And I'm home. Everything seems to be Yikes. You like Mrs. Miller? How do you describe uh, her uh, her vocal uh, quality? Well, I, I I wouldn't be presumptuous enough to describe it, but uh, a book called The Book of Lists 2, you remember The Book of Lists? Mm-hmm. Uh, compared her voice to the sound of, quote, roaches scurrying across a trash can lid. <laughs> I think I think that's pretty appropriate. Yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate on that. Uh, surprisingly, she was uh, well. She actually reminds me of Florence Foster Jenkins, who, uh, if you saw the Meryl Streep movie, uh, it's the same kind of thing. Although she sings mainly classical music, but sort of the somebody who really thinks uh, they have a really great voice uh, and does not have a good voice in this yeah. case, and surprisingly she was signed to Capitol records and had you know made some money off this wow but it sort I, of it sort of reminds me a little bit of that that uh remember the uh american idol contestant the asian american oh, idol contestant who yes william uh, what's his name william hung william was hung that? yeah that's right uh-huh. uh who yeah he had a career based off of that he was a terrible singer yeah exactly so, so Anyway, it's a good way to to start things out with little Mrs. Miller. I also highly recommend her Yellow Submarine version, as well as an amazing version of Downtown, so the Petula Clark tune. So there you go. All right. So to throw it off to you. Well, uh, I'm going to go to uh, jolly old England uh, in the early 90s. If you remember uh, electronic uh, music back then, sort of had this vibe of uh, um, people are taking ecstasy and we're going <laughs> to make this electronic music. There's a band called Candy Flip. Candy Flip. And Candy Flip is a Manchester term for ecstasy. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. It's for the practice of taking ecstasy and LSD at the same time. Oh, it sounds like a good idea. So they actually had a pretty big hit at the time which I think one of those like listening back, even English people who liked it at the time would probably be like, what uh, were we thinking? 
So this is Candy Flip with their, with their version of Strawberry Fields Forever. Let's listen to it. You like that one, Dave? <laughs> I love the, the I love the drums, particularly just so in your face. Yeah, it's just like way over the top. Uh, I I this this album uh, that this is from is called Madstock: The Continuing Adventures of Bubble Car Fish, <laughs> <laughs> and I beg you to go watch the video to see the stupid smarmy (laughs) we're on drugs we're cool and on drugs look on this lead singer's face it's really oh boy it's great it's maybe my favorite i'd nominated up there with that tom jones uh one that we also talked about on our previous episode where everybody is dressed up as cows Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of uh we can work it out uh this is right up there with that as far as uh, ridiculously bad videos so candy flip wow that (laughs) you read a quote about that song that said it was uh someone said it sounded like it was disintegrating is it (laughs) what Yeah, it sounds like the dis- the the song is just like falling apart. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> so, very good. That was a nice one-two punch there. So, next up, I have good old Uncle Milty, uh, America's oh first real TV star, Milton Berle. And yep. uh, again, I, I, someone thought it would be a good idea for him to sing uh, with the uh, songs of the day, hits of the day. And so uh, I thought we would play his delightful version of Yellow Submarine. In the town where I was born lived a man who sailed the sea and he told us of his life in the land of submarines. We all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. Stop the engines! Stop the engines! <laughs> Mr. Christian! Mr. Christian! Yes, sir, what do you want? You're Christian? For you, anything. Go up on the deck and fix the mizzen mast. This is a submarine. You don't know there's no mizzen mast. I didn't even know it was mizzen. Captain, I think I'm getting something on the radio. Change the killer cycles and start the engines. It sounds like Milton Berle thinks that Yellow Submarine is a song uh, intended mostly about uh, the maintenance of submarines. <laughs> yeah, he goes into this whole description and discussion about, <laughs> about the submarine. Yeah, stop the engine. Oh, the- we got engine problems. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, do you think that uh, uh, that is something uh, similar to uh, what George Martin used to do? Uh, 
uh, I record think it a is, bunch of wacko yeah. sounds and stuff like that. Yeah, it's that same sort of like goofy comedy, the goons kind of thing. Because uh, Milton yeah. Berle, of course, was a comedian too, and that I guess he's trying to be funny here, like trying to put on a little skit or some kind of a spoof <laughs> going on in the middle of Yellow Submarine. So, I, yeah, maybe it is a, a shout-out to George Martin indirectly in some way. But anyway, it is pretty terrible. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, <laughs> I think bad is also funny quite a bit here in, in our episode today, obviously, so far. Um, so, well, What's um, next? <laughs> if you're confused by Milton Berle singing Yellow Submarine, uh, you might also be confused by Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Singing, singing <laughs> The Fool on the Hill. And now listen carefully to this one, because it seems like they, they're uh, also sort of making fun of the Maharishi uh, episode. Okay. So they, maybe calling him The Fool on the Hill, I guess. Hmm. So it's a very bizarro uh, situation here. But here's Elmer Fudd with The Fool on the Hill. Wait till you meet the Guru Swami. He's a very, very wise man. I'll take your word for it, Doc. But I still don't see why you had to drag us all the way to Indiana to get our auras read. He's given me tremendous peace of mind. He knows everything. Swami Salami! If this mindbender can chant up the winning lottery ticket, I'm fooled! <laughs> salami? Where's Salami? Day after day, alone on a hill, a man with a foolish grin is keeping perfectly still. But nobody wants to know him, they can see that he's just a fool. And he never gives an answer, but the fool on the hill sees the sun going down. And the eyes in his head See the world spinning round Go ahead, ask him anything Oh, well, pray tell, Swami I'll be quarterbacking for the Buffalo Bills next season Lovely Rita Meterman I I like the uh, Brooklyn accent on Elmer Fudd (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Again, what was going on at the beginning of that? They were, I guess they were setting up the premise. <laughs> With the Swami. Yeah, oh, we're going to go see the Swami. And, yeah. And that kind of stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's a little funny skit. And I, yeah. <laughs> with, with him sort of earnestly trying to sing the fool on the hill with his uh ridiculous thing yeah i don't know i don't know what they're thinking with that it was very earnest i'll give you that <laughs> oh. uh so well, there we go so there we go elmer fudd so from elmer fudd we move to uh, an, a group that i actually is one of my favorite groups of all time and uh i'll say that that i hate to put this on here but it was kind of a mismatch uh, yeah. on this. So this is this is a song performed by the Grateful Dead. And I'm, as I said, a huge fan. Jerry Garcia is one of my favorite guitarists of all time. Very influential. But in 1969, they made the decision to cover the new song, Hey Jude, at the time. And uh, it's sung, in this case, by Pigpen, who was their keyboardist oh. and bluesy singer. So. Yeah, so you want to hear a little pig pen and the Grateful Dead singing Hey Jude? Hey Jude, don't you make it bad? Take a sad song and make it better. The minute you let her. Mm-hmm. 
Ugh. Ugh. He's sort of getting lyric approximate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't you just sing the actual lyrics. <laughs> just just kind of put some bluesy inflection <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> You know, really oversung parts of that too. It's like hey, you got a long song to go. Let's let's. Yeah, and it, it doesn't get any better after that. It's it's very out of tune and draggy in about seven minutes, eight minutes. Much I think it's even longer than the Beatles version. So just yeah, a, a real mismatch. And the beat uh, the Grateful Dead did perform some other Beatles uh, tunes much better. So. Uh, that that's an unfortunate misstep from Pigpen, who thought it, he was singing a Elmore James or a John Lee Hooker tune instead of Hey Jude. Let's go from Hey Jude to Let It Be, ah, and let's go all the way to the Soviet Union. Oh, nice. Uh, now I found this from a article on Mental Floss. Have you ever uh, read the yeah, magazine Mental Floss? Mm-hmm. They have a, a great uh, fun. If you ever want to, just a quick read, a quick little thing about fun things it's yeah. it's great and this is called the article is four crazy early foreign language versions of beatles songs <laughs> and this is let it be the soviet version and uh the video is quite crazy for this it's uh from a 1974 russian film called magic lantern and at the time this is one of the only state sanctioned ways soviet youth could get access to western music they changed the lyrics a little bit to it and uh, the uh, English translation is, everything's happened before in the world. People are always the same. That's how it was, is, it always will be. Very, very Soviet idea. Yes, very much uh, a propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's really great. So uh, let it be the Soviet version. Let's take a listen. Люди истовно повторяются Было, есть и снова будет так Но для всех, для всех люблю Песня заново начинается Было, есть и снова будет так Будет так, будет так, будет так, будет так Было, есть, и снова будет так. У любви свои законы, Сердце разума не послушает. Было, есть, и снова будет так. Даже в худшие минуты Людям верится только в лучшее. What was that? I didn't watch. I'm, I'm not watching the video, so I just heard this woman suddenly come out of nowhere, <laughs> and then a choir. You got to. This is another one. Let it be Soviet version on YouTube. You got to see it. Okay, uh, listeners, it, yeah. it, it is at about the one minute and seven mark uh, when the children come in. She reacts like she didn't expect that, and <laughs> is like kind of upset that they're uh <laughs> stealing her spotlight or something it's it's crazy dreadful crazy, crazy stuff. so uh <laughs> well i like a good propaganda song so those <laughs> that sounds pretty great yeah yeah very good so uh, let's let's move to the category category of too soon yeah too, <laughs> too soon next up is the the uh formerly uh, successful and respected and very funny uh, patriarch of the Huxtable clan, uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby, sang, oh. <laughs> sang, I don't know if sang is the proper word, uh, but he, he did a version of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, uh, and it, it just has to be heard to be believed, because I, I, this might be on my... Might be my top all-time worst, so I, I have to give it to oh, you. Oh wow! I, I can't even. Oh. I can't even. Even say anything worse else. than the Shatner. Oh boy! Yeah, I mean, just play it, and you'll you 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 be the judge here. 
Alright, is this a take or what? Alright, okay, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's right. All that's good. It was 20 years ago today that Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. And they've been going in and out of style. But they're guaranteed to raise a smile. So may I introduce to you the act you've known for all these years. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Boy, did you like the, wow. the John What's he Phillip, even doing? The John Philip Sousa march that appeared yeah. there. That make that ma- that matches, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, guys, that matches. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sing it all cool. <laughs> How's Bill sound on this one? Mm, boy. Yeah, over brutal. Yeah, brutal. brutal. I mean, I hate to take the guy down a peg. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but that was terrible, Bill Cosby. Yeah, very, very <laughs> suspect on that. <laughs> yeah. So, Woo. yeah, pretty pretty awful. I, I, I mean, it, it almost makes you think the guy made the bad decisions in his career. I, you know, it's it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go from uh, Bill Cosby to the Jonas Brothers. Oh, nice. A, a little more contemporary here. Yeah, a little more contemporary. You're a big Jonas Brothers guy, right? Oh, I, I've all, I especially <laughs> love uh, Nick, Nick Jonas. He's the one who's... The solo act right now, right? Well, well, maybe, yeah. Well, maybe you'll like the Jonas Brothers version of Hello, Goodbye. Let's give it a listen. You say yes, yeah. I say no. no. You say stop, and I say go, go, go. God, that is just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just irritating. Yeah. Uh, it's what? They're, they're they're just yes. <laughs> I said no, no. It's like they're mad at us or something. Yeah, <laughs> mad at everyone for being in the studio. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like... oh just boy. irritating, awful production. Plus, oh. just a crunchy like like as as over. What's the word I'm looking for? Compressed. Compressed, yeah. Extremely compressed. It's compressed the compressedest thing I've ever yes, heard. Yes, terrible. Just terrible. It's like, come on, Way guy. over amplified and, yeah, just poor. Ugh. <laughs> well, speaking of poor and awful all around, uh, but yet surprisingly endearing in some weird way, uh, we have the sex pot uh, Mae <laughs> May West uh, up next here. Doing a now now not you may have heard her impressive version of Twist and Shout, uh, but we're gonna actually go with her version of Day Tripper, and I want to, to to focus your attention not only on her with her little mannerisms, but the band behind her. Got a good reason for taking the easy way out. He's got a good reason for taking the easy way out. Cause I'm a day tripper, a one way ticket, yeah. It took him so long to find out what he found out. 
took him half the way there I'm a big teaser I took him half the way there Cause I'm a day tripper Sunday driver, yeah It took him so No, we're not going to give you any more. No, 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 no. No. How do you like that backing band? Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. Real, like, sloppy, yeah. kind of like, I don't know. Uh, it's like uh, uh, some band they'd hire for, like, an LSD party or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like a bad high school garage band or something with somebody who's yeah. just learning to play a guitar and knows a couple. <laughs> <laughs> like great solo, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Give me some more. <laughs> May is very sexy on that one, isn't she? <laughs> and her light my fire. Oh yeah, that's a, a good one song, too. Her light my fire. At the end of light my fire, there's. <laughs> Like a big siren, <laughs> and then the sound of like firemen showing up, and then they're like, "Where's the fire? Where's the fire?" And she goes, "In your eyes, baby, in your <laughs> eyes." <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, little uh, little May West for you. Now, uh, let's move on uh, to uh, you know, I'll see your sex pot, mm-hmm. and I'll raise you a sex pot. Ooh. And uh, this this lady uh, is a former call girl, madam, and author, Xaviera Hollander. Xaviera Hollander. Uh, she wrote the book The Happy Hooker, which oh. was a, a popular popular book, bestseller. Yeah, bestseller, bestseller book. Uh, <laughs> maybe she should have stuck with that because uh, singing doesn't seem to be for her. Uh, uh, <laughs> See in which how many different ways she sings vocal. Like, I, I think her coach, her vocal coach, was like, you know, just just change it up, <laughs> just keep changing it up. Okay. So, uh, and with her version of Michelle. I was going to say, I need a shower after that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that uh, sultry. Because you're unclean. Yes. <laughs> Very sultry. You know, I was thinking during that one, what are the session guys thinking? Like the, the people playing on that track and, and listening. What are they? Are they just like saying, okay, I got another hour here. The check's coming in tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I get paid for this. They're going to, I'm going to use a fake name on this album so no one will know me. 
I mean, <laughs> she's all over the place on this one. Yeah. Well, uh, I, you know, not only is the, you know, you're very distracted on first listen by her, uh, oh, very breathy, yes. oh yes, <laughs> type stuff. But uh, you pointed out the uh, crazy out of nowhere trumpet. <laughs> That's it. Like while she's singing. Yes, while playing. <laughs> Solo. It's crazy. Yeah. Real it's... nutty. Wow. Well, that that actually works well because I think she was French, and our next member here is also French. I believe he's still alive. Uh, he is a French accordionist and composer noted for his film scores. His name is Francis Lai, L A I, and. Uh, so remember, accordion, uh, as you listen to this version <laughs> of Carry That Weight. minute of that song i was like i don't want any of this no <laughs> this is wait i did we waited a while for the accordion it yeah i don't know i guess it was like an organ or something right at the beginning playing the like very square melody and then yeah. the uh then the accordion makes an appearance at the end of the <laughs> chorus there yeah uh, just really inspirational <laughs> yeah i feel r- r- romantic right yeah now. Let's go to a Canadian alternative country blues folk rock band, Cowboy Junkies. Ah, I actually remember. I, I worked with a guy at in Champaign-Urbana, where you and I went to school. Yeah. I worked with a guy named Tom. I was a, a, a landscaper at this publishing company in Champaign, Illinois, for two summers. And I worked with this guy, Tom. And he always played the Cowboy Junkies. And he was always telling me how they were just the best group ever and yeah you know I, he turned me on to a lot of their stuff which was actually pretty good so i'm, I'm interested to hear well uh, probably their most famous cover is sweet jane right which you hear a lot in uh, movies of that era in the 90s and stuff and a very good song and yeah. they're, they're a good band generally uh i think their idea to do run for your life though <laughs> Uh, was probably a misstep. They do it mixing gender style like boys. Oh, okay. So, uh, cowboy junkies run free life.
What's with the the screaming there? <laughs> when that <laughs> guitar. Plus, they changed because the, they changed the gender of the the yeah. Be with another woman. woman. It, they ruined the right. That's not they, the tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very uh, terrible. All around terrible. Terrible. I yeah. I don't get it all. Well, from that, uh, I've got one more choice here. Uh, and this is from a movie, uh, a movie that we're, I think we'll talk about at some point here. It's the movie Across the Universe, which I, I bet our listeners, uh, you probably have your own opinions about the movie. I know we do. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This is not an agree to disagree movie for no. us. This is a, we both heavily agree, but other people disagree. Yes. Uh, indeed. Type thing. So, so. Yeah, at some point we'll we'll get into it for this. But of course, if you've seen the movie, you know they there's a lot of remakes and there's a, a soundtrack that has a lot of covers. And one of the covers here is Bono's version of "I Am the Walrus." So uh, let's check this one out. translate into being a U2 song. I Bono here, the Cowboy Junkies earlier, maybe the Jonas Brothers, they just think that they're rocking it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really yeah, we're selling it. Song, yeah. yeah. Just really. doesn't. Ugh. Really selling it. Yeah. yeah. Real gross one now. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. So. <laughs> Well, it really takes its the whole movie takes itself really seriously. It does, and so does that uh, performance. So. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. So, what's your last one? Well, I'll wrap it up with <laughs> probably the uncoolest band in the universe, uh, the Brothers Four, <laughs> uh, folk group from Seattle, Washington, from uh, 1957 to present. Uh, the cover of the album, uh, I think it might be the. Uh, the, just the album I'm looking at here. Yeah. Uh, all of them in cardigan sweaters. Oh, hipsters. So, of course, uh, song choice here is what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the guys we want to hear doing Revolution. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's the Brothers 4 with Revolution. Don't you know it's going to be all right. It's gonna be all right You say you want a revolution Well, you know We all want to change the world You tell me that it's evolution Well, you know We all want to change the world 
But when you talk about destruction Don't you know that you can count me out Don't you know it's gonna be Alright It's gonna be You know, we're recording this today on uh, January 21st, and there's a, a bunch of marches and protests going on in the <laughs> around the world in the U.S., so don't you think that the Brothers Four would make a great you know, group to rally around here and really sell the revolution? Yeah. What did you think of that? That, that, what do you think a funky guitar? I was gonna say that guy's a real, real laid-back hipster on those bluesy licks in the background. <laughs> and then yeah. in the middle of the song, for no apparent reason, they go into like a bluegrass, <laughs> the birth band kind of. Oh, what, yeah. What's the name of it? Like a what do you call it? New Orleans. Oh yeah, like uh, band type feel. <laughs> Just crazy. Yeah, crazy terrible. Stuff. These guys, oh boy, brothers four, yeah. brothers four. I'm sure they do their thing right, but that's yeah. you know that's the mismatches is what we're talking that's about. That's the it's thing like, here. Yeah, that's what makes things so uh, great. But these have been really fun to go through and yes. have a good laugh at some of these. I think so, especially right now, and the the world is very serious. So I think we need to have a little levity. Uh, yeah. and get some good laughs. And I know I certainly uh, laughed a lot during this episode. And I'm sure uh, there are some that we haven't found. So if you have uh, your favorite awful cover, uh, feel free to post it to our Facebook page. And also, I want to mention, for some uh, some of you have written and said you're not on Facebook. So if you want to send an email, uh, you can send an email to I've Got a Beatles podcast at hotmail.com. So oh yeah, that'll that'll That's work great. as well if you want to contact us that way. We're also on Twitter, so uh, I think it's at I've Got a Beatles. Yep. Uh, so uh, give us a give us a, you know we we love to hear from you and or at least let us know what your favorite one was from the show because yeah. we'd love to hear uh, if you're maybe a, a Mrs. Miller fan or if you liked uh, Xavier Hollander on, uh, <laughs> Michelle. We'd be remiss if we didn't play something from the all-time worst Beatles thing, <laughs> which is the uh, the album uh, soundtrack to the movie Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Arts Club Band. Which I think usually gets uh, voted one of the worst movies of all time. And we've played one of the songs from the movie before. We played George Burns's uh, nice rendition of uh, <laughs> <laughs> With a Little Help from My Friends. Uh, in the movie, which is uh, amazingly, George Martin was the musical director, conductor, arranger, and producer of the soundtrack film. So even great people like George Martin have some serious missteps here. Uh, but in this case, uh, we're going to go out with Steve Martin, who actually, as you know, if you follow him now, he's a pretty good banjo player and a, a bluegrass uh, musician as well as being a funny guy a wild and crazy guy even but he does this uh, version of Maxwell's silver hammer because in the movie that's who he is here's a little clip from the <laughs> uh, from the plot summary the band and strawberry uh, steal mean mr mustard's van and use a computer to locate its stolen instruments they manage to recover the cornet from the deranged money-driven anti-aging specialist dr maxwell hammer the tuba from mind-controlling cult leader Father Son, played by Alice Cooper, and the drum, which Mustard kept in his van. However, the computer malfunctions before they can locate the final missing instrument. How so, convoluted of a plot can it, you get? Yeah, it, it's got all these stars, Billy Preston, uh, Steven Tyler, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, just crazy, crazy The Bee Gees, stuff. right? Yeah, Bee Gees, He's... Peter Frampton. How could that be wow. a recipe for disaster? But <laughs> in any case, we'll uh, we'll go out with the uh, delightful version of Stephen uh, Steve Martin singing Maxwell's Silver Hammer, and we will 
catch you next time. I've enjoyed this, and I know you have too, Chris. <laughs> Oh!